We're starting a session through autumn called Looking After Things Well. And it's based on a parable in Matthew 25, which Claire has already told us today. Uh, thank you for a great explanation of it in a way that even I could understand. But I'm going to try and take you through in a little bit more detail. I'm going to read through it, pick out a few points this week, and then next week um, I'm going to try and apply some of those things to our current situation, what we're in the middle of right now as we go through autumn, still not being able to meet and still not being able to, to really gather together at all. So here we go, Matthew 25, verse 14. Again, heaven's kingdom realm is like the wealthy man who went on a long journey he summoned all his trusted servants and assigned his financial management over to them. Before he left on his journey, he entrusted a bag of 5,000 gold coins to one of his servants, to another a bag of 2,000 gold coins, and to the third a bag of 1,000 gold coins, each according to his ability to manage. In that first paragraph, there's some important things to note. Firstly, the, the master was going away and he wanted people to look after his money and he chose sorry he chose servants that he could trust it says it specifically in this version and in other versions it doesn't say it specifically but it does imply it uh, the amount of money he gave them uh, there's some debate over it sometimes it's called a talent and nobody's too sure how much money a talent was um, here the the translator says 5,000 gold coins, 2,000 gold coins. Uh, in others, it's a bag of silver, five bags of silver. Um, whatever way we, we look at it, it's going to be a lot of money. Uh, there's a significant amount of trust invested in these servants. Um, as I was trying to get some idea of just how much money this was in today's equivalent, uh, one uh, source gave me the indication that it could have been as much as millions of pounds. It's a huge sum. It's colossal, the equivalent. If somebody came up to you and gave you £5 million and said, look, I'm going away for a, a while. Can you look after this in investment? That's a huge responsibility there. And uh, these people, these servants were given different amounts, but not because uh, he liked some more than others, but because of their ability to manage the money. So he didn't give something to somebody that wouldn't be able to cope with the responsibility. So one person clearly got five bags or 5,000 or whatever it is, and the other person got one. Still an awful lot of money, still a lot of trust invested in that person. Let's read on. The one entrusted with 5,000 gold coins immediately went out and traded with the money, and he doubled his investment. In the same way, the one who was entrusted with 2,000 gold coins traded with the sum and likewise doubled his, his investment. But the one who'd been entrusted with 1,000 gold coins dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After much time had passed, the master returned to settle accounts with his servants. The one who was entrusted with 5,000 gold coins came and brought 10,000, saying, See, I've doubled your money. Commending his servant, the master replied, You have done well and proven yourself to be my loyal and trustworthy servant. Because you've been a faithful steward to manage a small sum, now I will put you in charge of much, much more. You will experience the delight of your master who will say to you, Come celebrate with me. I think this is really interesting. He was obviously pleased and, and his rewards to the the servant was, come and enter into my pleasure. 
Now, obviously, as we as we try to apply this in in a way that says, well, that the master represents God in this, and and we are the servants. Jesus is telling the story to illustrate what the kingdom of heaven is like. And it's very significant to note that firstly, what the master rewards is faithfulness. It's not their success. It's not whether they got 10,000 or 4,000 or, or anything else. It's the faithfulness with which they applied themselves. And sometimes we get a bit misdirected in the way that we think about God. We think that he's, he's uh, more impressed by bigger results somebody who, who seems to, to do so much better than we do, we think, well, that's bound to be more pleasing to God. But it's really faithfulness that he rewards. He's interested in how much we will entrust him and how much we will let ourselves take risks because of our faith in him. He also says, you can enter into my pleasure. So the reward here is entering into the pleasure it ultimately the pleasure of of god it's not well you can enjoy uh the the fruits of your labor yes that comes into it but actually the greatest reward is to enter into the pleasure of the master in our case to enter into god's pleasure let's read on then the one who'd been entrusted with two thousand gold coins came in and said see my master i've doubled what you entrusted to me and commending his servant the master replied you have done well and you've proven yourself to be a loyal and trustworthy servant so the master thought that he was loyal and trustworthy and gave him the responsibility and here the master the servant has proved that that wasn't misplaced uh, and and so he goes on come celebrate with me then the one who'd been entrusted with 1000 gold coins came to his master and said look sir i know that you are a hard man to please and you're a shrewd and ruthless businessman who grows rich on the backs of others I was afraid of you, so I went and hid your money and buried it in the ground. But here it is. Take it. It's yours. In other words, I didn't take any risks because I didn't want something to go wrong. So here's exactly what you gave me. Um, I haven't done anything with it, and I, I brushed the dirt off it. But uh, there's nothing There's nothing more. Now, the master was, was angry, and uh, as the parable goes on, you can see that the consequences for the, uh, the servant, who he ends up describing as lazy and worthless, that the consequences weren't nice, they weren't good at all. And that's, that's a, a subject that I don't have time to get into here. But let's just understand that, that God is really interested in our faithfulness and in partnering with us so that we can produce more. So what I want us to take away from the parable today is this. God looks for a relationship with us where he entrusts significant things to us according to the, the gifts and ability that we have developed so far. It doesn't help us when we think about this, but we compare ourselves with others or we feel as though I don't have much that I can use here. I don't think this parable excludes anybody. I think everyone's included. All that God asks of us and all that the master asks of the servants in the parable is faithfulness. What can we do that exhibits our trust in God 
and exhibits our confidence in what he has given us. Through this series, we're going to look at some of the things that God has given us and how we can faithfully execute the use of those. Next week, I'll be trying to uh, take one or two practical applications out of the parable directly. And then in the following weeks, there's a whole series of other people going to look at specific subjects and uh, give us the benefit of their wisdom and insight. Thank you.